Hello, I'm Tom Zalatni. This past summer, the Upford Network ran a large Indiegogo campaign to raise money for the construction of a sound booth for our home studio. Thanks to donations from people like you, we were successful. Hooray! One perk available to people who donated to this campaign was the ability to choose any song or poem and have me, Tom Zalatni, do a dramatic reading thereof. That is what this is. A special thank you to Nina Herms for her donation. And now, I present to you... Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. <clears throat> oh my god, Becky, look at her butt. It is so big. She looks like one of those rap guys' girlfriends. Who understands those rap guys? They only talk to her because she looks like a total prostitute, okay? I mean, her butt, it's just so big. Ugh, I can't believe it's just so round. It's like, out there. I mean, ugh, gross. Look! She's just so black. Wow, this is a stupid song. All right. <clears throat> Verse one. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny that when a girl walks in with an itty-bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Wanna pull up, though, because you notice that butt was stuffed deep in the jeans she's wearing. I'm hooked, and I can't stop staring. Oh, baby, I want to get witcha and take your picture. My homeboys tried to warn me, but that butt you got makes me so horny. Oh, rump of smooth skin, you say you want to get in my bends? Well, use me, use me, cause you ain't that average groupie. I've seen them dancing, to hell with romancing. She's wet, wet, got it going like a turbo vet. I'm tired of magazines saying flat butts are the thing. Take the average black man and ask him that. She's got to pack much back. So fellas, yeah. Fellas, yeah. Has your girlfriend got the butt? Hell yeah. Tell them to shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake that healthy butt. Baby got back. L.A. face with an Oakland booty. Baby got back. I like them round and big. And when I'm throwing a gig, I just can't help myself. I'm acting like an animal. Now here's my scandal. I want to get you home and, ugh, double up. Ugh, ugh, I ain't talking about Playboy. Cause silicone parts are made for toys. I want them real thick and juicy. So find that juicy double. Mix-a-lot's in trouble. Begging for a piece of that bubble. So I'm looking at rock videos. Knock-kneed bimbos walking like hoes. You can have them bimbos. I'll keep my women like Flojo. A word to the thick soul sisters. I want to get with ya. I won't cuss or hit ya. But I gotta be straight when I say I wanna... Moan. Till the break of dawn. Baby got it going on. A lot of simps won't like this song, cause them punks like to hit it and quit it, and I'd rather stay and play. Cause I'm long, and I'm strong, and I'm down to get the friction on. So ladies, yeah, ladies, yeah, if you want to roll in my Mercedes, yeah, then turn around, stick it out. Even the white boys got a shout. Baby got back. Baby got back. <clears throat> Yeah, baby, when it comes to females, Cosmo ain't got nothing to do with my selection. 36, 24, 36. Ha! Only if she's 5 foot 3. I don't know what any of this means. So your girlfriend rolls a Honda, playing workout tapes by Fonda. 
but Fonda ain't got a motor in the back of her Honda. My Anaconda don't want none unless you've got buns, hun. You can do side bends or sit-ups, but please don't lose that butt. Some brothers want to play that hard role and tell you that the butt ain't gold, so they toss it and leave it, and I pull up quick to retrieve it. So Cosmo says you're fat. Well, I ain't down with that, cause your waist is small and your curves are kicking, and I'm thinking about sticking to the beanpole dames in the magazines. You ain't it, Miss Thing. Give me a sister. I can't resist her. Red beans and rice don't miss her. Some knucklehead tried to diss, cause his girls are on my list. He had game, but he chose to hit him, and I pull up quick to get with him. So ladies, if the butt is round, and you want a triple X throwdown, call 1-900-MIX-A-LOT and kick them nasty thoughts. Baby got back. Baby got back. Little in the middle, but she got much back. Thanks again, Nina. Now on with the show. Yes, yeah, come to see you. Oh, I say now, Benson, Jack, Benson, Joe. Benson, Jack, Benson, Jack, do 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 Benson, Jack, Benson, do 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 Benson, Jack. Welcome to episode 186 of Up for Discussion, an emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm your host, Simon Peltier. I'm your other host, Tom Zalatni. I'm the other, other host, Eli Bousselet. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. This is my first intro. Without stumbling through the words, I am proud of myself. Woo! Self-five. Good job. Thanks. Practicing self-love. <laughs> you know, congratulating myself huh. for the, the baby steps that I take in my life. You know? Yeah. yeah. Except babies stumble all the time. That's so like, true. Baby steps are kind of bad steps. Yeah. I took like <laughs> professional Olympic grade race walker steps through this intro. <laughs> and like I feel great. Equestrian steps. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen that episode of Malcolm in the Middle where the dad gets into race walking and they've got these like fiery morph suits and like helmets. And oh like yeah. A, like a tail behind <laughs> it that looks like a small sperm. Do you ever see that episode of Malcolm in the Middle where the dad starts making meth in his garage? Uh, that was a really long episode, wasn't it? Yeah. Hours and hours. <laughs> Oh man, this is the first episode in a while that we don't have a guest. Wow. It's Ooh. weird. Feels empty. Yeah. What about yeah. yeah, but we do have Christopher Guest. Yeah. Hi, Christopher Guest. We turned his mic off and also yeah. put duct tape over his mouth. Mm. It's yeah. kind of a kidnap situation. You yeah. Know. <clears throat> we put him in a in a glass soundproof box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's also dead. <laughs> it would be wild if we had a glass soundproof <laughs> box in here and we weren't using it to record. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends how big it is, right? Is it like just big enough for like a pretty loud watch? It's Christopher Guest sized. <laughs> <laughs> my loud is my loud is pretty watch. My watch is pretty loud. Can you hear it? I can't no, hear it. Not no. quite. Yeah, you'll you'll hear it in the recording. It's the voices sure. in your head. <laughs> it's not. It's like it's not super loud, but it's the kind of thing that like when you're trying to go to sleep, like oh. you can hear it. And no matter where you put it in the room. It is just as la- just as loud. Oh, oh that's my. frustrating. Yeah, it's super annoying. Can which you is like why I hide it under a bushel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna let it shine. No, I have a I I have a little like catch-all box uh, by my bedstand that is like it's a, like a wooden box with a little lid. It's very cool, but it's lined with felt, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I just close it and you cannot hear it, and it's great. That's handy. It is hot. Cool. You, it should, is. you should get one for your uh, future yeah. for the baby. Just yeah, <laughs> stick them in there. <laughs> I, I watched A Quiet Place 
the other day? Have you guys seen No Quiet Place? No. no. No, it's the like sort of thriller horror-ish movie with uh, John Krasinski that happens mm-hmm. entirely in silence almost. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, yeah, they because they, there's like these monsters, these aliens that have super sensitive hearing but are blind. So right. they have to be super quiet oh. all the time. Uh, and like... Uh, what is it? like his his wife is pregnant and will be giving birth pretty soon, mm-hmm. and so they like in the basement they have like a soundproof basement. They made a little like soundproof box right. with an oxygen mask for the baby <laughs> when it comes. Oh, so it's it's smart. full of very smart things <laughs> like that. So you'll be fucked if you wear the watch. Yes, don't wear the watch. <laughs> no, I won't. Yeah, I will throw it away. Yeah. So so what is the monster in that? Like it, I I think maybe spoilers. Yeah, but like. Because I've been very curious. Is it like an actual monster? Is it like it's some like, people who don't like noise? It's like it's it's like an alien. Okay. Um, it's have you watched Stranger Things? Yeah. It's kind of like the Demogorgon, but okay. if it has like like b- bigger limbs and it's like quadrupedal. Okay. Um, so it's like an actual monster. It's not yeah. like a dude. No. Okay. Because it's from the trailers. I thought maybe it was a dude who was like, if I hear anybody, <laughs> I'm gonna shoot. There, there is a movie. There is a movie that's like that about kids breaking into like some blind dudes. Yeah, that w- oh. that looks like a really dumb movie. That's got but, um, Jane Levy from Suburgatory. Uh, I will take your word for it. <laughs> She's great. Suburgatory also great. There's a short-lived sitcom where uh, this girl and her single dad move to the suburbs from the city, ah. and uh, shenanigans ensue. Yeah. Oh. No, <laughs> Quiet Place is actually really good. Um, yeah, it, like the setup made it look so like really, really horror scary. And then I watched the trailer, and I was like, mm, "I'm getting a different sense." And then I read the, started reading the synopsis on uh, Wikipedia, and I was like, "Oh, this is just a monster movie. This is fine." <laughs> and then I watched it, and it's fine. It's creepy, but it's mm. it's tense, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen any good movies recently? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. Not really. Like the last time I've seen a movie that like marked me was. Not marked me, but like impressed me was the Avengers movie, mm-hmm. the last I one. Still have not seen that. But after that, I mean, no. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I've been I've been told to watch the um, what was it called? Black Panther, <laughs> Titanic. No, it's like um, it's like an old '80s kids movie. Schindler's List. No, oh, the Goonies. The last. The last uh, of the Mohicans. I don't know. The last Airbender. Uh, not a good movie. Stand, <laughs> stand movie. by me. Stand by me. The yeah. last stand. The last stand. Uh, those, uh, are, those are two different. Those are two different movies. <laughs> I don't know. They're a bunch of kids, and one of the actors died early. Uh, like in real life died young. No, no, like know. in real life. Huh. I mean, Stand by uh, Me. Harrison Ford, I think, was in it. Oh, you no, Harrison Ford's like first film, I think, was was uh, either Indiana Jones or Star Wars. I think Star Wars. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, Star, uh, Indiana. Uh, uh, Harrison Ford was not a child actor. No, maybe right. not. Maybe he was one of the adults in the movie. I'm not sure. Oh. I don't know. Hmm. Is it The Last Jedi? Are you thinking of The Last Jedi? <laughs> yes. Is he in that? No, he's not. No, he's he died. not. He died. <laughs> I mean, he is, he's in it through uh, uh, Ben Solo. Right. A.K.A. Kylo Ren. A.K.A. Adam Driver. A.K.A. Hollow Voice. Mm-hmm. Hollow Voice. Him. He sounds hollow when he speaks. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. 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 He's got I a cool s- voice. I like him. We watched um, Sierra Burgess is a loser the other night. Is it good? Oh no, it sucks. Oh really? It ruined any any huh. chance I had at having a crush on uh, Noah Centineo. She's great. She's great. The actress, uh, don't know her name, but she's also in like Stranger Things. Oh, and, she's uh, she's the one I was thinking of. It. She's I, I don't know her name somehow. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know what her name is, but uh, I was talking about the uh, the dude. the love interest because yeah. he's also the guy in uh, To All the Boys I've Loved Before, which was great. Uh, okay. Mm. Uh, this movie not good. 
yeah yeah they they made a lot of weird like directorial choices um you know like the the thing of having screens visible so you can like read the text message yeah they did that a lot in like uh, long montages but like it was not like clear enough to actually read <laughs> so there were just like a ton of scenes of like the two of them going back and forth you know like it cuts to like her house and you can see her texting him and it cuts to his house and you see him texting her but like you can't actually read the conversation as it's happening and you're what's like what's the point uh, what <laughs> like and like yeah it was just a lot of that i oh it's, to me it's so much more interesting to have like a like a shot of the person's face you know, like yeah. maybe like sitting on their bed, and you can, you know, you see part of their room, and like like the entire yeah. bed. But then like yeah. the, the text, the gets bubbles that pop up, yeah, yeah. And there's so many ways of doing it stylized right. that's yeah. really cool. Well, like the Mindy Project did that a lot, and it was great. I didn't watch the Mindy. Project. Just lots of bubbles popping yeah. up, usually with the person's yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. so many movies. Sure, like they do that too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 This Sherlock just was like a lot of bad, like badly focused camera <laughs> shots of the front of people's <laughs> phones. I was like, this is not, not Sad doing it for me. Did you figure out the name of the movie? Did you find it? Stand by me. Okay, okay. it's you, that's you a great movie. Yeah, great, great movie. I've never seen it. You hmm. guys, we should have a, a up for discussion movie night where Stand we watch Stand by Me. By Let's do me. it. It's got a young, um, uh, what's his name, the guy who was in Kangaroo Jack, River you know Phoenix. Guy? Yes, Will Wheaton. Was Harrison Ford in it, or no. I was? No. no one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> River Phoenix is who you're thinking of, who died young. I think. Yeah. 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 Not to be confused with Rivers Cuomo, the guy from Weezer. Not to be confused with Joaquin Phoenix, who is alive. Is he his brother? Yes. Yeah. Uh. Yes. For the longest time, I thought his name was Hawkwin. I hear people Hawkwin say Joaquin Phoenix. I've heard a lot of Joaquins. That's definitely false. It's got to be right. I think I think none of the pronunciations are correct. I'm pretty sure it's mm-hmm. like Joaquin. If you're gonna really be correct and precise, but yeah. I'm not sure. Do I people mess up your last name, by the way, Tom? Constantly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's one of those ones that I'm I'm so like resigned to not thinking my last name matters that much. Yeah, and like I don't pronounce my last name the way my grandparents pronounce my oh, last okay. name. How do your grandparents pronounce it? Zolotnai. Ooh, oh. yeah, it's like a Hungarian Exotic. thing. Yeah, like I I don't I don't bother. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've like anglicized yeah. it. So when people mispronounce it, the only thing that really bugs me is if they get the consonants in the wrong order. Like like, like Zatlani. Is Ooh, one that I got a lot. That's of. really off. <laughs> or like Zalatni. Like as long as you've got the right like well like that I guess that's the continent consonants in the right order. Yeah. If you're trying to pronounce it well, like I'm, Zatalani. I'm fine. Yeah. Or yeah. Zatalani or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I can't handle when people like get the letters in the wrong order because that's uh-huh. just a basic like reading fail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get I get people be pretty unsure with mine too. Mostly like Anglophone people where they're yeah. like pe- pellet. I Pelletier is, yeah. the, Pelletier. Most, nice. is yeah. the most common one, yeah. especially like Americans who just aren't totally sure. And like you can't really blame them at that point. No. It's like, yeah. you know, if you don't speak French, you're not going to know how to pronounce Pelletier. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, it did cause me for a while to really want to find like a screen name, mm-hmm. like a just a last, like a, a different uh, uh, last name that I, I don't know, that could make me. Just, just make it easier for for mm-hmm. Anglophone people who didn't who didn't know it. And mm-hmm. the the one I had settled on was Caraway after Nick Caraway from The Great Gatsby. Huh. Mm-hmm. But then everyone like like Caraway seeds. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason I know Caraway seeds exist is because everybody asked me this exact question. Right. Stick to Pelletier. Pelletier, yeah. Pelletier. Yeah, it sounds like a 
like a legit movie star. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, Pelletier just makes you sound like a guy with like a specific like role in the army where you shoot like <laughs> pellet guns. I thought like in the more like I thought in the like more of a musketeer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. But like pellets, like yeah. it's, it's very ineffective, but yeah. but it's an important job. Yeah. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> yeah. But then I had some some like friends from, you know. English Quebec, English Canada who told me that Pelletier makes me sound French and French yeah. sounds exotic. And yeah. they were like, it's enigmatic. We don't, you know, like, oh, it's a French uh-huh. name. And I was like, all right. Yeah. And it's, Quebec, it's a thoroughly uninteresting name because there's so many of us. <laughs> but hey. Yeah, but know. it works. Yeah. And I think it's it's not too French to be confusing to yeah. English people. Mm. It's like, it's just enough that the first time they read it, yeah. if they read it, they'll get it wrong. And as soon as they hear it, they'll be like, oh, Pelletier. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of much more confusing yeah, French names that I cannot think of right now. No, nope, uh, not a single one. Gru, Gru, like Lionel, Lionel Gru. Oh, I mm. thought you meant like Despicable Me. <laughs> Gru, Gru. Well, guys, let's, let's go to the cash corner. Shall we? <laughs> I think it's, it's far overdue. Yeah. Welcome to the cash corner, the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. Do you ever feel a little? uninspired yeah like ideas just aren't coming everything you think of falls flat you're kind of tired and you just can't really be asked to do the work Mm -hmm. here at up for discussion we occasionally feel that way too especially our copywriter who is eight months pregnant so in this week's cash corner we're just gonna ask you shamelessly to give us money please pledge us money at patreon.com slash up for discussion we'll give you perks we'll keep showing up and doing our jobs we're just so tired right now please help us out if you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Candice, Carlea, Thomas, George, Poppy, Jan, Jillian, Killian, Angie, Sarah, Angelica, and Will. I met Will last night, just oh. randomly. Uh, I was walking down the street on my way home, and he was standing at a bus uh, bus stop waiting for a bus. Is this Will, your old roommate, Will? No, this is uh, Will, Wait. who just moved here from the UK and is dating a girl I went to high school with. Oh, yeah, very cool. Small yeah, well, which thank is how you he found very out the much, Will. We really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I didn't even. I didn't catch his name. I, I didn't catch his accent because we only we just kind of said hi, and then he had to get on a bus. So. Yeah. There's, there's I, not, I a, lot of, not a lot of ways to say hi with an accent, except if you're like Australian, you're like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Virgin Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> did I ever tell you that I used that for a voice demo once? You did that on the show once. Oh, did, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, anyway, hi, Will. Nice meeting you last night. Hi. Um, or a week ago, because uh, that's when <laughs> this is coming out. Anyway, uh, give us money. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. And if you give us at least $5 a month, you get to submit the featured question for an episode once per cycle on the show. Also, if you donate now, um, you will get access to a brand new episode of Jeopardy that we just released on Patreon uh, a week ago at the time of release of this episode, uh, starring uh, Kate Hammer, Julian McKenzie, and Laurent Pitt. Yes. So... Uh, Check that Three out. of the it's very most good. amazing people alive. It was a very good recording. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not going to tell you who won, but it was delightful. <laughs> uh, yeah. Eli, do you want to tell them where the featured Patreon question comes from today? Sure. So today's featured Patreon question comes from Kendall Lynn, and uh, she's asking, what was the hardest thing you've ever had to forgive? Oh, man. Uh, Kendall for being a part of this podcast, (laughs) being part of our lives. This is a this was one that when it came up, I was like, oh man. 
Because I think the hardest thing I've ever had to forgive is something I haven't forgiven yet. Mm. Like, there's a person that, like, I'm not going to talk in detail about this because, like, I'm just yeah. not. Yeah. Um, who, like, we had a huge falling out and I need to, like, sort out all of that. Uh, but it just hasn't really, you know, that conversation hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Where, like, uh -huh. I think in my heart I'm ready to forgive this person, but, like, verbally it hasn't, you know. So I yeah. don't know if I can actually say that. So I think the hardest thing that I've ever had to forgive, like, that's been forgiven I don't know, like, we had kind of a thing yeah. years ago where yeah. I broke up with someone and then you hooked up with her, like, yeah. a couple weeks later. And, like, I would have been totally fine with that if they had told me, but they didn't. But also, mm -hmm. we were, like, 18. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you you, mm -hmm. you aren't good at navigating those things when no. you're 18. <laughs> no, so, like, we are not. I don't really, like, mind anymore that that happens. <laughs> but I remember at the time that was like, oh, my God, Simon, you're the worst person in the world. <laughs> and and you, you apologized very quickly as soon yeah. as I found out. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> but, Did like, you know back yeah. then? Pardon me? Not to bring back old. Did no, you no, know no. back then, or did I was... know that they had broken up? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's okay. the that's the only reason it happened. And like yeah. like we were we were very close, the three of us too, yeah. which is like like the the breakup, and then that afterward kind of like almost like fissured our like uh, yeah. our social circle because then everyone uh. was like, what <laughs> what just so happened? Bad. But that what's going on? That whole situation was a mess anyway because yeah. then like you guys made out a few times yeah. and then after that stopped she and I made out a few times and mm. then she went away for the summer and came back engaged to someone else yeah <laughs> so it was, it was just sort like of a an weird... episode of friends or something <laughs> it felt like a season of friends yeah yeah it was it was yeah it's strange yeah. so but, that was I think that was hard to forgive just because like it was one of those things that felt like there was the forgiving the action but there was also forgiving the silence about it yeah um, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously I did forgive it, mm -hmm. but like, that's mm -hmm. a, yeah, I think it, it's hard to forgive when communication's not happening Yeah, right. was the lesson I learned from that. Mm -hmm. so. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That, that was such a, like, I, I remember like this, the, the, the confrontation about that between mm -hmm. you and me and like, that's such a memorable moment for me because I remember right after it happened, I was like I, I don't know what to do with all these emotions. Who do I talk to? Right. My go-to people will be Tom. Right. But he <laughs> he can't. Uh, this girl who obviously I'm not like you know we had we were like let's take some space away from each other for a while and then right. our like third friend who like was really angry at me and then I was like who else and there was no one else. Right. And that's among the loneliest I've ever ever felt in my entire life. Right. Which being eighteen, you know, things seem much more serious than they, than sure. they can really be right. and and it, like because they are right like like yeah. at the time that was the most serious yeah. thing that that's all you know me, for yeah. sure yeah um and you know i like i didn't know how to reach out to other people and i like i tried reaching out to other people but no one got back to me or right. no one like really cared or knew mm -hmm. how to handle that and so that was such a lonely moment mm -hmm. in my life uh, for for like a relatively short period of time, but I remember like right. so how strongly I felt. Uh -huh. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like things like that feel like the biggest thing in the world yeah. while they're happening because, like you said, like that's all you know, right? Yeah. And like they kind of are the biggest thing in the world, but mm -hmm, then yeah. like the further away you get, you can kind of look back and be like, oh, if I had known like a week later, everything would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, but you know, a week. Yeah. That week feels like all of the time that you have, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah, no, no matter like what period of time you're in, that week is all you're going through. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Also, any sort of you know, they say how like you can't measure pain because mm -hmm. it might be the yeah. toughest thing that you're going through, and like you can't say oh, but like 
uh, this guy doesn't have any parents or I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's all that guy's been through. So yeah. Heart is only, hard and pain is pain. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I can the, the only thing that like, I'm not really mad about just like a bit disappointed, just like my dad always said <laughs> <laughs> is so there's this, um, I had like, there was these kids that I go to school with, hmm. like we wait for the, but we wait in front of the bus stop together. And the mom would sit on the balcony and would just like chat with her kids every day. And eventually we started like, you know, talk all together. Right. And then one day I I run into her at the grocery store and she goes like, uh, you want to come over sometime, you know, like help you. I'll help you with your school stuff and th- and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's that's yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, okay. and then I told my mom. And then I told her, like, I'm going to go. She's going to help me with my study, studies and stuff. And right. my mom was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> and, yeah, it turns out that's, that, that lady was reputed of, like, inviting young boys over. Oh, my God. And Oh! And when I found out that that was the case, I'm oh. like, Mom. Wow. I hate you. You were upset it's, at your mom? Wait. Hang on. Yeah. Because back then How I was like, you? I was 16. Oh, that's why you were upset with your mom. Yes. Okay. Because I, I was, feel like a 16-year-old boy like thinks that they want that's to have your sex dream. with their friend's mom, but they that's shouldn't. Your, that's like a porn movie. Right. <laughs> I hope that by now you've, you've <laughs> forgiven your mom for this. <laughs> so oh, yeah, God. so and back then she had to like, she she like she the way she had to tell me is like, what if she put something in your drink and stuff? She didn't like t- right. say it the way it is. So oh, I just found out like two two like two years later, and okay. just like, mom, are you kidding me? I'm I'm assuming. Oh, my goodness. I'm I, I'm assuming you didn't go. No, right. I didn't go. Right. She, yeah. My mom wouldn't let me, and I wanted right. to go so bad. Right. And well, like, like for that reason, or is it just like, like whatever, mom, you're dumb. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, no, no, I, I kind of knew what was going on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but like, I, you, know, you, you know, you know, in that phase, and you're like, I don't know if, if, if this is normal or this is my fantasy. Like, I don't know what's, mm-hmm. what's actually real and what's not because mm-hmm. you're so clouded by your horniness that you don't right. like. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. Part of me is like, that's fair. This might happen. <laughs> right. But other part of me is like, this might not, but mm. I don't know. I want to go and find out. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so my mom that's knew. Gross. Yeah. You've forgiven your mom by now, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. that's one of those things where, like, I totally get being pissed about it when you're right. 16. Because, like, yeah, to a 16 year old boy, like, having sex with, like, a grown woman yeah. is exciting because it's a, you're exactly. having sex, it's, right? Yeah. Uh, with an and, older woman. Yeah. And you don't, you don't really <laughs> think about, like, what that actually is, which right. is, like, yeah. rape. But like you know because because when you're 16 you're like horny and you're like yeah, okay right. but like yeah no that's that's not good and that probably no. would have fucked you no, up no, no. like yeah, yeah definitely yeah i didn't want it to be like one of my first experiences you no. know right but at the time that's it's all you like yeah right at the time yeah. you did want it to be, <laughs> yeah but but you're you're glad it didn't happen right yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I thought that story was going in a much worse. Well, I thought that story was going to end. With her <laughs> I really yeah. was expecting you to be like, yeah, and so I, I had to forgive this this kid's yeah. mom for you know. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, that is so tough. Eh? When our parents like do things to protect us that yeah. we don't understand. And back then, you're like, Ugh. yeah, man. I remember my sister got so mad at me. Uh, I got so mad at my sister over. Uh, because she recorded like uh, another TV show over in Mulan. Oh, game over. And you're an only I child. I got now. so pissed. 
And I was like, how oh. could you? We used to watch that movie like every week. What was it? What did she record over with? I don't remember. It's right. some, some, I don't know. I, I, I can remember. But yeah, speaking of, there was another, have you ever seen Sound of Music? Yeah. No. So, no, really? seriously. Yeah, I've, I've never made you watch Sound no. of Music? Huh. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> okay. So for the ones who watch it, for the longest time, I thought there was like a Sound of, there was like going to be a Sound of Music 2 mm-hmm. that was going to go out. For the only reason that at some point someone recorded over the 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 cassette right. and it was like it didn't work so it's black afterwards so i thought the movie ended on a cliffhanger for the longest <gasps> where time where did you think it ended what, you, what you know you know the part where they're in the church and the german guy comes oh yeah and they the, and then it's a fade out right that's where the, that's oh where it God. ended and for the longest time i'm like there's another one. Gonna make it. <laughs> it can't finish like this. Yeah, that's, that's wild because you. That's like there's like maybe five minutes after that, and it's just them making it over the hills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like the scene, like at the tr- they're at the church. Uh, Rolf like blows the whistle on them or whatever. Uh, like the the the, yeah. German, the Nazi yeah, 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 kid yeah. comes in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they end up escaping right after that, <laughs> and like the next shot or whatever Spoiler is them, like, alert. running over the hills. Yeah. And it's done. <laughs> you, oh my you, god, you got I'm, so close. I got so far. <laughs> I'm assuming you've seen. The end of it, right? No, 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 no like I, I didn't want. Haven't you still haven't seen? No, it because I want to rewatch the whole thing. Uh, I don't want to just some, somehow that feels worse than me having one watched none of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could easily just Google "sound of music <laughs> end," right? right. Yeah. And you'll find it. <laughs> Literally, last ten minutes of the yeah. sound of music. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Oh God, I don't. We didn't like. The, the one thing that I remember we were like recorded over at one point, uh, I think I had just had like a couple episodes of like a cartoon recorded and yeah. I was excited to watch it. Um, and then we like my mom used that tape to film our dog for the day. Yeah. Uh, not like doing anything interesting just to see if our dog was like jumping onto the couch to look out the window because <laughs> she really didn't want him to. So she, you, know, you, you do what anyone does and you set up a nanny cam, but instead yeah. of buying a nanny cam, she sets up her actual camera on a tripod and yeah. we just leave. And, uh, and then there was just no more of that TV show. Yeah. <laughs> there was Did just he? footage. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. That, Cause dogs are going to do what they want. Yeah. 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 What yeah. kind of dog was he? In he my mind, like, he's a corgi. He was part Pomeranian, but he was big. Uh, like, mm. he was Pomeranian and something. And the something was big. So he yeah. wasn't, like, a tiny little, like, scruffy thing. Part Newfoundlander. Maybe. Yeah, he, was, <laughs> he was, like, big. Like, not big. He was, like, medium. He was half big. I realized... He was half big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I realized that in my mind, I have neither... I neither have a picture of what your dog looks like. Mm. Looked like... Nor an image of what a Pomeranian looks like. Oh, uh, the Pomeranian. Are they kind are, of like a corgi? Not really. They're like small and 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 wonderful. <laughs> um, I mean, that describes a corgi perfectly. <laughs> that's true. Pomeranians are are these guys. Oh, they always just kind of look like stuffed yeah. animals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so Sam was like part Pomeranian and part something bigger. And as a result, right. was like medium sized and not as cute as a pomeranian. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, you got all the shitty parts of a pomeranian. <laughs> all right. You got job. the dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're just a bad dog. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. What about you? I've been, you know, I've been thinking about this question ever since we we saw it, and I feel like my personality is such that my problem my problem is not that I have trouble. Uh, forgiving, but is exactly the opposite that I forgive too quickly, mm. uh. um, or that forgive and forget too quickly. Right. Mm. 
Um, Why do you think that's a bad thing, though? Because that can lead and has led to me being in relationships where people take advantage of me. Mm. Um, Right. And take advantage of my, like how quickly I, c- I can i can let something go and then mm. that ha- that has turned into like basically gaslighting right um oh. and ended up in a position where like i end up thinking that anytime i acknowledge emotions that i have that that's me being self-centered yeah mm-hmm. um and that's like that, that's going like real deep into like like that's a lot okay of, like, yeah. like like breaking up or uh, uh, uh sort of dismantling a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. um but I basically like the, a lot of the work I've had to do on myself has been to recognize when these things are happening and to right. go, I can forgive it, but I can't let it happen. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I have to take a step back after mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, so maybe in a sense, the hardest thing to forgive is my uh, tendency to do that. Mm-hmm. But I, but that's not as much of a, for, like, it's not that I don't feel guilty about yeah, it. Yeah. Right? I, don't, I don't think that's on you. No. Yeah. No. Like, I think it's, I think it's good that you're a good-hearted person who trusts people. <laughs> I think it's shitty that so many people have taken advantage of that. Yeah. 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 No, like, I feel like it's good because in a way it means, you know how like when you hate something or you resent someone or something, it, it, it kind of like takes a toll on you. It's like a lot of energy yeah. consumes yeah. you. So if you're mm-hmm. willing to move past that, means like nothing really, you're not really resentful. Nothing really holds you back mm-hmm. in yeah. a way. Yeah. I mean, I there there can be some some resentment that comes up either out of this or things sort of like adjacent to that and uh-huh. there there definitely is and that's stuff that I'm I'm working on but yeah it's it's weird to have the opposite problem right to like hmm. be so quick to let go of a grudge right right that then it's still harmful to both parties yeah. Yeah. yeah well that's the thing like i think at that point like you you need to find the balance where like you don't hold on to stuff but you see the signs yeah. Like where you 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 know like okay, this looks like this pattern coming back and like yeah. y- it doesn't necessarily mean you have to resent the person. No. But like you need to be able to like tell, right? Mm-hmm. When you're like, "Oh, I think that someone is gaslighting me right now. Maybe I should yeah. like And I think that just comes with learning how to check in with yourself and to trust yourself, right? Yeah. Cuz mm-hmm. if you because the way gaslighting works, for anyone at home who doesn't know what gaslighting is, it's when someone basically to like sum it up, it's when someone says like that's not a real problem to whatever you think is a problem yeah. and convinces you not to trust your instincts on mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. And I think that the best way to get good at detecting gaslighting is to get really good at trusting your gut. Mm-hmm. And that's so hard to do, right? <laughs> like that's one of those things where like it just comes with like I think it comes with training yourself to like mm-hmm. trust yourself. Right. And that comes from like I think a little bit comes from being bitten a few times. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, I think that, I don't know, I think learning to trust yourself is a self-love thing and an affirmation thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, it helps to, like, have people who, like, tell you, like, no, you have good instincts about this mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And it also helps to, like, like yourself enough to, like, believe that. Yeah. And I don't know, like, it feels like a cycle that's hard to break. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's all, like... <clears throat> When I when when I think about like these those moments when those happen, I don't know that I'm necessarily like that I have an, a a gut reaction of this is bad and then I don't mm. listen to it. It's almost more that like I jump to being like what I consider to be supportive for that person. Yeah. And so if if they come to me with a problem, um, and then the way that that problem gets communicated is really harmful to me. Yeah. It's like that gets 
pushed aside or like yeah. I take it because I'm like, no, but they need they need me there. <clears throat> right. And it's right. it's more like like I have to work on that. I have to work on like not getting so immediately invested in this person and in the situation so that I can actually see the right. harm that's that's like laced right in the in yeah in, it's, in it's basically like putting your emotions aside and thinking yeah. about it the logical mm-hmm. logical way yeah and then going yeah. like oh, they're doing this that's really messed up mm-hmm. yeah and then and then being able to go like i'm i'm gonna not partake in this anymore yeah, yeah. that's it and, and and again it's a thing that like i think comes from like a a good-hearted place like yeah. i want to i want to affirm yeah, you in no, that. For sure. yeah. <laughs> like it, it's it's a thing that's like you know your instinct is i want to help this person who yeah. is like having problems yeah and like yeah when when that comes at the cost of ourselves we need to like yeah be able to take a step back and go like okay hang on a second Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like yeah yeah and and that's so hard because then a lot of people who who sort of perpetuate this with you probably know that they are doing it (laughs) like because a lot of i think it's easy to accidentally like you know forget mm-hmm. that the other person you're talking to is a person but i think it's very hard to accidentally gaslight someone yeah uh, like I, that's that's a choice that you make right where yeah, you're yeah. like oh no this isn't a real problem <laughs> like or like you know so the the person that i need to forgive it's a similar thing yeah. where like they gaslit me for a very long time mm-hmm. and like a thing that people who gaslight you like to do is like you know one make you think that you're overreacting yeah. to whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, putting you in a situation where like you don't feel comfortable telling them when you feel like what they're doing is not good for you. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, that's so accurate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then and, like, and then sorry, you're yeah, just like and then it's often paired with like you can't be um, be upset at me because I'm upset at you. Yeah. yeah, and like I quote like sort of almost like I was upset first, right? And it's like. You stepped on my toe, so I killed your family. Right. You can't be upset at me because you stepped on my toe. Right. It's right. like, you know. And then as soon as you're like, yeah, but like killing my family is such a bad thing. They're like, well, is it really a bad thing? <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's like, well, I was acting out because of you hurt me. Yeah. And then, uh-huh. and then, like, I all have the tendency to go, but you're, you're right, I hurt you. Yeah. Right. That's it. You know. Yeah, and and it's so hard because like they end up becoming very good at like convincing you and at justifying yeah. that and like. Oof. God, yeah. You that's... just described my uh, previous relationship. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I think. I think. I'm glad it's previous. <laughs> hot take. I think I just described a lot of people's previous relationships. Yep. Yeah. That's because yep. that is like kind of just like that is the most common form of like non-physical abuse mm-hmm. in a relationship. Yeah. Like I don't know if like physical sexual abuse stuff in relationships is more common than this, but like this in terms of like ways that people are emotionally abusive toward mm-hmm. their partners is like the way that like right. people do it. And it, it puts you in a situation where you end up having to like defend that person to other people as well. Like if you said yeah. like, you know, if you came to me and you said, Hey, uh, we're going to pull a random name for this person, Jeff. Mm. <laughs> I don't know where I pulled Jeff. <laughs> but if you said to me like, Jeff is like making me feel like crap every time that he like has an issue yeah. with something and I don't know how to address it with him. And I said like, Oh, well it sounds like Jeff is like treating you like shit. You, Jeff has programmed you to then go like, no, but like I kind of understand where Jeff is coming yeah. from. Yeah. Like, this, 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 and this. Yeah. And like, making your victim your advocate is such a fucking douchebag move (laughs) but it's such a common thing like yeah god yeah that Mm -hmm. sucks i hope that like i hope that you can continue to like build yourself to be able to i am and it it, it comes like a a lot of things 
like the, the big thing that made me realize how messed up this whole situation was was when I realized that I hadn't been telling anybody about it. Yep. Right. That I'd been dealing with it on my own. Mm-hmm. And then like occasionally it would come up a bit with like Claire, for example, who's like my partner, mm-hmm. like like really partner in life. And, yeah. you know, it would come up and then she'd be kind of like, that, that person's like kind of mean to you. And I'm like, but like, there's all these <laughs> things and, you know, I no. like, I get it. And I did. And she'd be kind of like, like, okay. And then at some point I was like, Claire, I have to tell you something. And then she'd be like, get out. <laughs> and then I'd be like, but like, I can't do that because they need me. Mm. And I, you know, and they'd be like, just get out. And yeah. then like the, and the more I heard people who yeah. love me be like, this is bad for you, this yeah. person, I'm sure that I'm sure somewhere they're a good person, but the mm-hmm. things they're doing to you is not a good person thing. Yeah. Right. The more I was like, no, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And that is harmful. And then I'm starting to see the patterns and be like, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I, yeah. this is not good. This, yeah. I know where this is going to fi- finish mm-hmm. and then step away before it happens. Yeah. And you need someone to like, take you out of it because yeah. if, if you're in it you you will never realize that you're in it yeah mm-hmm. and then after a few times like people who love you will be like hey dude yeah and then you'll be like okay you'll recognize the the cues and yeah 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 so to anyone listening who uh listened to all of this and had the thought oh hmm <laughs> does oh, this sounds familiar <laughs> sounds like oh, uncomfortably similar to what i'm going through right now uh it might very well be uncomfortably mm-hmm. similar to what you're going through right now and that may be worth thinking about mm-hmm. uh and if you you know think that you're in a, a relationship like that be it a romantic relationship or like you know a friendship or a mm-hmm. you know working relationship uh talk to somebody talk to a third party i, w- I will i will put myself out there and say you can feel free to talk to me yeah mm. I, I I will I will listen to you and I will try my best to help you out. Slide into those DMs. Yeah, <laughs> DM me on Instagram because I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> Don't tweet at Simon. I mean, I I'm on Twitter. You will find me, but I will I will never get back to you, and I will send the very wrong message to you if you're trying to reach out to me. Simon will ghost you so hard if you try to tweet at him. <laughs> because I'm ghosting Twitter. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tefera Jemian, one of the hosts of Yeah, a podcast on the Upford Network. We're talking about young adult literature, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what the YA genre can teach us at any age. Join me and my co-host, Hannah Bailey, as we talk about friendships, dating, family relationships, sexuality, experiences of queerness, body politics, and more through the lens of our favorite YA novels, as well as books we're just discovering. The Yeah Podcast, available through the Upford Network, and on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club, and you're invited. Eat healthy. Exercise regularly. Take cold showers. Avoid sugar. Practice yoga. Drink more water. Meditate. Practice mindfulness. Wear barefoot shoes. Avoid fat. Eat more fat. Go vegan. Try paleo. Do Drink bone broth. Try black P90X. Try a 30 squats a day. Eat more day squats. Keto strong. Eat good more protein. Eat less seafood. Avoid the dirty dozen. Try a bar candy. Drink green juice. Take an iron. Staying healthy can feel overwhelming at times. Sometimes it feels like you have to change all your habits just to meet the baseline. But sometimes... All it takes is one little change. Ether Kombucha contains four powerful probiotic strains along with essential vitamins and antioxidants, all in a delicious, refreshing package which helps regulate digestion, support the immune system, and aid in the body's natural detox processes. Living healthier can be a treat with Ether Kombucha. Ether Kombucha. Do what works for you. 
For more information, follow us on Instagram at EtherKombucha. I'm Julian McKenzie, co-host of the Scrum Podcast, a sports show I'm doing with my podcasting partner in crime, Tristan Damore, on the UpFord Network. Every week, we analyze something different from the Canadian sports media landscape. Lack of diversity, getting a job in the field, coverage of different sports, and answering some of the harder questions. Through a combination of back-and-forth discussion and high-profile guest interviews, we're aiming to figure out exactly what's up in the world of sports. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Message in a Bottle, Morse Code, Telegram, Singing Telegram, Target, Walgreens, Bird's Nest, Dad's Shed, uh, and a crowded convention center bathroom. Should we jump into the turtle's butt? Let's jump Let's into the turtle's butt. Yeah. <laughs> Let's slide into the turtle's butt. Chris. <laughs> we have a lovely stuffed turtle here who doubles as a cup holder, and we've filled his butt with questions from our audience. There's a bunch of questions in here from Indiegogo donors, uh, from past guests of the show, and from our $1 plus patrons who don't submit a high enough amount of money to get featured questions, but we still like you. I'm so. going to propose, <laughs> let's change that wording, because it it kind of sounds like, yeah, they're not doing enough to get a real question. In. Well, I mean, I think it's totally fair, right? It's like, you know, you, you don't donate nothing. So we're yeah. still going to like, you know, give you some love. But like you donate five times less than the people who get five times as much time dedicated to their answers. Yeah. I think it's it's reasonable. Fair. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if you I think, I think the question, past couple times I've heard it, my brain has stopped it enough. Right. And ignored the whatever comes after. <laughs> you don't give enough. You go, just, God yeah, damn, guys. You guys are fucking cheap. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's do this. Uh, if you want to submit a question to the turtles, but give us a dollar at patreon.com slash up for discussion. You will uh, join into the reptile roulette. Our okay. first question comes from an Indiegogo donor, Nina Herms, who asks, what is the best cure for a headache? Do you guys have headache remedies? Depends on the headache. Yeah. 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 I mean, if, you, if you're dehydrated, drink water. Mm-hmm. If it's mm-hmm. just a general headache, just take Tylenol. Or, I guess, I've started taking Midol. For my headaches. Ooh, what is Midol? Midol is a mix of uh, uh, acetaminophen, which is a painkiller, yep. uh, ibuprofen, which is an anti-inflammatory, mm-hmm. and caffeine. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So it's like it's like the Advil with caffeine or whatever. Yeah, it's like the Tylenol with caffeine and also yeah. Advil all together. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. That um, sounds great. <laughs> yeah. It is wonderful. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, if you have a lot of headaches, see a doctor. Yep. If you give them a lot, it might be tension headaches. Yeah. It could also be chronic migraines. Could we become that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a that is a real thing. Uh, yeah. It is a thing that is awful. Um, mm-hmm. Hannah from the Yeah podcast has chronic migraines and oh like lived God. with us for the summer. And like, man, she gets a lot more done than I would, I think, if I had chronic migraines. she uh, She's a trooper. Mm-hmm. We did a whole episode of um, uh, They're Calling Again where I chatted with her about that and mm-hmm. like, Man, it is brutal. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, man. I know some people with chronic migraines and it is bad. Yeah. 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 I, I only had like migraines like once or twice in my life. You're a lucky man. And it's still, it's still like, I still remember how it feels. Yeah. It's like it, it, you stop. You yeah. don't want to do yeah. anything. You just like, you just, you're just thinking of the, about the pain constantly. Yeah. Have you ever had the ocular migraine where like your vision blurs a little bit? What? I have had I have those <laughs> regularly and they are not accompanied with any other symptoms of migraine. Interesting. Which is uh the best of the migraine world. So like so <laughs> essentially uh what it happens is that I I feel like it usually happens in my left eye, but I think it alternates. It can it doesn't always. Mm-hmm. 
um, stick to that. But basically, if 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 you think of like what like car oil looks like on water, you know when mm-hmm. you're like walking on the sidewalk and you see a puddle and there's this like iridescent, yeah, shimmery stuff on it. There's like there's like a crescent that starts like right to the right or to the left of the center of my eye that uh-huh. it kind of looks like that, and then it's like gets and it's it's like a blind spot, so I can't see through it, and then yeah. it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it's like three quarters if not the entirety of my eye and it's like i can almost kind of see through it but not quite and it's like moving and it's shimmery and then like next thing and then before i realize it it is gone yeah so it's not like i don't realize that it's gone but it's like i realize it hasn't been happening anymore that's interesting it's very strange i remember describing it to my optometrist yeah a while ago and he was like does it hurt and i went no and he went okay you have eye migraines if they really bother you let us know and we can give you medication but otherwise it sounds like it's just a temporary inconvenience and i went yeah pretty much a temporary inconvenience you would not want to get while driving uh but like my other eye is fine okay Mm. so it's just one interesting okay yeah i had it in both eyes once during a math test (gasps) this was i was taking like the highest level of math in uh, grade 10 yeah uh i shouldn't have been in that class but it just like fit with my schedule so they Mm -hmm. put me in it um and this teacher like he would make us do like a chapter of the math textbook like per day basically so it was a lot to like keep up with and every class he would have like an exam on the previous chapter and i I couldn't i could never do well and i was like kind of failing like i think i was getting like low 60s -hmm. so just passing and like a lot of like high 50s and it was like okay like this is too close and then one day i think for the midterm i i sit down to start writing the test and i get this like intense ocular migraine and i'm like oh uh, i'm gonna like close my eyes for a couple minutes and like you know mm-hmm. hopefully this will Whoa. pass and then i woke up at the end of the exam period with drool all over my paper oh my god <laughs> and, and mr chan's like yeah uh i'm gonna have to switch you to low math because you're not gonna pass my class <laughs> don't want you to get held back a year <laughs> we do not accept drool which is dumb and backwards (laughs) but then i i switched down to low math like i went from like there was like high math middle math and low math Mm -hmm. and i went from high math to low math and my mark went from like 50s to like 90s from one term to the other uh so i actually got on a list that next term of like students with who like had a large like leap in their grades from one term to the other and i was like i don't know if this counts but i'll take it um but my best headache cure i think is like yeah the hydration thing is almost always helpful i find just removing myself from whatever situation i'm in for like Mm. five ten minutes and like Mm. doing nothing can help like i like to like you know put my face in a pillow and like ignore everything for like five ten minutes you're notorious for always carrying a pillow on you just in case well yeah i mean i guess i'm i'm in a unique position where i work from home so (laughs) (laughs) if i get a headache at work i can like go to oh, bed yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah the first thing like, i do whenever i have a headache is i drink a bunch of water mm. and then maybe half the time it goes away mm. and then sometimes it doesn't yeah mm. i get i get headaches while i edit but only if i'm eating snacks and i think it's just the pressure of the <laughs> noise canceling headphones huh. with my jaw moving oh, is like too much pressure yes. for my brain Ooh. well because you're yeah you, you've got a muscle that's like right at the end of your jaw that goes right mm. over to the like in like in the entire side of your your skull right so i wouldn't be surprised if you get like yeah if that creates some sort of weird mm. tension that spreads to your to yeah. your cranium that's it yeah and so like i i have to be careful like what kind of snacks i eat while i edit yeah but i really like to eat snacks while i edit what kind <laughs> what's of your snacks? go-to snack Gummy oh. bears. <clears throat> have you guys had the oh henry 425 bar 
No. No. I've not had an O. Henry. I could not tell you when the last time I had an O. Henry. I don't like normal O. Henry's, but the 425 Uh, bar is this limited edition thing they're doing now. uh, hmm. That's um, basically just like hard. It's like kind of like medium softness caramel uh, in the middle, just like wrapped in like very salty peanuts. Mm. And oh. it's uh, it's very that sounds good. so good because I love wonderful. regular O Henry. Oh, <laughs> while we're talking about peanut-based snacks, <laughs> oh! I have a gripe, and then also oh. somebody. Uh, actually, this is a thing that was hard for me to forgive, but I forgave it. Um, <laughs> last night, I I got a pint of Haagen Dazs chocolate peanut butter ice cream. Oh my god! Which, uh, if you've never had the Haagen Dazs chocolate peanut butter ice cream, let me tell you, it was real oh good. God, it's like sorry. it's chocolate ice cream with like a swirl of peanut butter. Uh, holy and so like the peanut butter is like a little like harder and it's like super salty like mixed with this chocolate it's great (sighs) like i could eat a pint of this per night you know um and i got a pint last night and i was like it's been a long day i'm gonna eat this while i edit it's gonna be real nice and i open it up and i start eating it and i'm like i haven't found the peanut butter yet (gasps) and i get to the bottom of the pint and it was just all chocolate (laughs) Uh, <laughs> so so naturally I tweet at Hagen Das and I'm like, hey guys, um the fuck. <laughs> and they were like, uh, talk to Nestle Canada. They're the ones who deal with that in Canada. So I talked to Nestle Canada. And Nestle and, Canada uh, is a garbage corporation full of a garbage corporation who are giving me a voucher for a free pint of Hagen Das oh, chocolate peanut butter really? ice cream. That's fun. Yeah. But they were very apologetic. You could, yeah. You could be lying. <laughs> oh, I could have been, yeah. yeah. But they they asked like they got the like factory number the like time of the batch and the best before date from Uh-oh. me so that they could like go talk to that factory and be like someone fire uh, all of them whoever was supposed to put peanut butter in that chocolate ice cream <laughs> fucked up <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so shout out to to nestle for yeah. you know knowing how to fix a mistake and uh, but uh, also i'm very sad because it's very good ice cream and it wasn't <laughs> what i wanted and bill from the fourth floor got fired because of you good <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, drink I'll lots go. of water and uh, take care of yourself, Nina. Oh, smoke weed. Smoke paper. some weed. That helps me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, this is a big one. All right. Where's it from? Who's Sarah it from? Sarah Angelica. That's one of our that $1 Sarah Angelica from Patreon. What's one thing you wish you could have learned from someone slash ask them how they do the thing? Could be a family member, an instructor you had that you didn't get to learn that one thing, an artist that you got flustered meeting and didn't get to ask the thing and just said, hi, parentheses. For me, learning Spanish as a kid would have been ideal versus now trying to learn or learning from my favorite pastry recipe from my grandmother. Learning my favorite pastry. There we go. Learning my favorite pastry recipe from my grandmother. I'm a trained actor, guys. That's a very long question. Point is, <laughs> what's the, what's one thing you wish you could have asked someone or learned from someone hmm. you didn't? Yeah, that's a tricky one. I so I have an answer locked and loaded for this one, and I'm only yeah. in that position because I saw this question already yep. while, while <laughs> cutting it and putting in the turtles. But um, I went to this like YouTube boot camp thing a couple mm, years ago yeah. with uh, with Tim, and the whole week that we were there, there were these dudes from God, I think the Canadian Recording Arts Academy or something, some like 
big like Canadian recording yeah. mm-hmm. place uh, who were all like you know mic people and camera people and like lighting people and uh, throughout the week we had these workshops with them where they like taught us how to like light things better and how to like do camera settings mm-hmm. and like just one strong spotlight right in the face exactly yeah, yeah. I mean that's you know if that's what you're going for it, yeah. it, it, it if gives you don't have a spotlight use a desk lamp yeah exactly you in know a dark room string up a bunch of lights you bought at the dollar store and you know but so so it was all these guys like with all this intense technical knowledge about stuff that I like you know was pretty interested in and I didn't spend as much time as I could have uh chatting with the guys like who did the actual like recording stuff like the audio recording uh because at the time I was there like really focusing on YouTube and now I'm like man like I wish that I had chatted with these dudes (laughs) about like audio recording stuff a little bit more and like yeah you know especially like post-production audio um because like our show mostly only sounds good because we have good mics. Uh-huh. Like I don't really do very much to make it sound good in post, and because we have great voices, sexy voices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's it. Like, so I wish that I had like you know sat down for like a crash course yeah. with this dude because mm-hmm. he was absolutely available for it, and I did not take that opportunity. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Um, one of the things that like come back to me often are. Uh, you know the fact that I didn't learn how to skateboard when I was younger? Uh, and I feel like now it's too late. Right. It's and it's <laughs> it's one of the things like I've tried to learn like two years ago. I'm still like I don't have my balance. I'm yeah. I'm kind of like heavy on the board. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's one of the things that feels like I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a skater. Right. And <laughs> part of me is is a bit sad, you You're know. Because like it's like skateboard I feel like is one of the things that will that were cool when I was in high school and will always be forever. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a similar thing with biking where like I kind of learned when I was six, but then I unlearned by the time I was 10 because huh. I didn't bike for like four years and then I just gave up. And now I'm constantly like, well, I'm too old to like be seen in public being bad at riding a bike. So I'm not <laughs> ride a bike. <laughs> but also skateboards like I I tried a bit in high school. Yeah. And I was really bad at it. Yeah. And I feel like that was mostly just because in high school I had no balance. And now right. I would be really good at it. But it's the same thing where I'm like, yeah, it's not cool to be an adult who like is trying to learn how to right. <laughs> yeah. how to do a children's sport. I've I, I've been trying to teach myself how to skateboard. OK. Uh, I've, I've ended up with a, a, a skateboard. Uh, um, Claire's older brother uh, gave me his old skateboard. Nice. Um, do you do it indoors or <laughs> no? Because it's it's used, and I would wreck the floors. Right. Uh, but I would uh, I would go to the bike path at night huh. because there's fewer people and I'm right. less likely to be seen. So because yeah. I feel the exact same way as you guys, where it's like I'm yeah I'm too old to be seen being bad at this. Right. But I want to get good at it. Right. Yeah. Uh, you still trying to be good at uh, it? I, I don't know where it went. <laughs> I moved and and I don't know where the skateboard went. And now I'm like, I'm going to try real hard to look for it because yeah. I want to try again. And I feel bad because he gave me this and I added a bunch of illustrations on it. Too. <laughs> it was great. Oh, no. It's and, like a sentimental uh, skateboard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope you yeah. find that. And now we can't find it. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm like, I snowboard. So it's like, it's not mm. entirely different, but there is right. the like. There's the extra aspect of keeping your balance while propelling. Well, mm-hmm. and like with a snowboard, if you fall off, you're like, oh, this cushion of, of, of yeah, natural blankets true. that I get to fall into. That's true. With a skateboard, you're like, ow, concrete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, bam. It's higher stakes. Yeah. Have you ever seen those like skater dads? Like with yeah. their kids? And you're so like, that's cute. the coolest thing. So I want to be that dad. Yeah. But I'll never be that dad. I saw a guy skateboarding home with, I think... 
either this was a very young dad or this was like this kid's much older brother or like a young uncle kind of situation because he looked like he was like 18 and the kid was like two um but i saw this dude like skateboarding with like a two-year-old on his shoulders (laughs) earlier while i was uh heading to pick up orion from daycare and like this dude like sees that there's a tree branch like a low-hanging tree branch coming and he ducks down so that like <laughs> the ki- so that he won't hit the branch and then he yeah. remembers suddenly that there's a kid above him adding like two feet and i see him duck like he like doubles over basically <laughs> but doesn't lose his balance that's so impressive i was very impressed wow. that's yeah. really good meanwhile i'm just like pushing a stroller with one hand feeling like that's impressive <laughs> yeah. like yeah i don't need two hands for this <laughs> And for you out there who think that the electronic skateboards are cool, they're (laughs) not. They are not. They're not. They're not. No. Still kind of fun, though. I'd still like to use one. (laughs) Like, I think I would feel really lame about it, but I would like it anyway. Yeah. 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 Definitely, I think that I'm kind of, like, missing the boat on, like... Well, this is true. No, I don't think I'm missing the boat on it. I think I just am like really procrastinating getting my driver's license. Okay. Like yeah. I know how to drive. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pass the like the theory exam that they make you do to get your driver's license. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think probably I could pass it at this point in my life because mm-hmm. I've studied, but like I just keep putting it off further and further. Yeah. And that's one of those things where like I'm about to have a baby. And if I don't do it before we have the baby... It's going to be a while before I get around to doing it. Although I'll be on leave, so maybe I'll feel like I can take time off. Mm. Huh. And like maybe I'll bring the baby with me. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited to have a sound booth in here so that we don't have to hear the fucking garage downstairs. I don't know. Anymore. I don't. That was the garage. Yeah, yeah I can't. I can never okay. tell if this is audible to the listeners. Or I not. I'm never sure. I think when we're talking it is, but yeah. if we pause and it happens, it's like pretty audible. Yeah. So maybe yeah. it's kind of like my watch. Sounds like an earthquake, like everything vibrates and it's real fun at night when the person whose garage that is just like opens their garage door at like 11 o'clock at night and brings their fucking motorcycle in and parks it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) I, yeah, I, my thing that I've, that I've never asked is like, I, I don't know about like advice, but like, I mean, it's, it kind of qualifies, but like, I feel like I, I have not come out of theater school with a mentor. Mm. And I feel like as as someone trying to create my own career in this, mm-hmm. that's really vital. And right. I don't have that. Interesting. Right. That's not something I've thought of, but that's like actually like a very, that would be a very useful person yeah. to have. Yeah. Yeah. And there there have been a couple people who have like, who I feel like if, if right now, if someone were to be my mentor, it'd probably be this person. Mm. But it feels, I don't, I like, I don't know how to step forward and ask that. And a lot of it mm. is just a confidence thing. Like, I'm sure that if I was like, Hey, do you want to go grab pot, grab coffee and we can talk about my career? Cause you're experienced and I'm not, mm. I'm sure they'd be like, yeah, let's do it. And, right. and I have, but had done this before and they've been really great, mm. but it's about like me feeling like I am worth their time. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? And similarly yeah. with like, like schmoozing and networking mm-hmm. is like, I, f- I am a nobody or I, at least I feel like I'm a nobody. And so, like, I to then go to someone who is, like, more of a somebody than me feels like I am not worth their time because they're going to go, you know, but, like, they feel the same way about people slightly more experienced than you know. Yeah, and it's actually an ego boost for them if you ask them for advice. (laughs) Probably, yeah. you're too too shy to do it. Yeah, Yeah. and, like, I was was just at a, like, Montreal English Theater event, Mm. and I, like, had to, like... I like cowered in the corner with Laurent (laughs) because I was like, oh, and, you know, Laurent's been in so much stuff and he's yeah. gonna be in three enormous shows yeah. this year he's, he's like, a he's a big Montreal English theater person yeah 
and and in a sense like you know i like i tag along with him a lot and so he, mm. but he's not far enough along in, in his experience mm. to be a mentor and he'll yeah. he'd be like the first person to say well it. and like he's our age he's our, so exactly it'd be kind right. of weird to feel like yeah. he's a mentor anyway yeah but yeah. like you know i yeah this event i like te- would find someone i know who's mm. talking to other people and then i'd be like hey person i know how you doing <laughs> oh hey everybody else i'm simon how, how you guys doing yeah. and then just talking a little bit but and then i was like look i, I schmoozed yeah. I schmoozed a bit, and then I'm gonna be at the next one, and then try to schmooze a bit more, and yeah. then, you know, yeah, yeah it's yeah. tough. Networking yeah. is like something that I've gotten good at, but mm-hmm. only because like I forced myself to. Huh. Yeah, because yeah. like I don't know, it feels tacky to like force people to know who you are. Yeah, but you kind of have to in yeah. this in this industry, but, right? Like, mm-hmm. how do you how do you like get rid of the thought of you know I'm not talking to you because I'm basically taking advantage of you hmm. i just really think you're talented or you're cool it like you know what i mean it. like <laughs> say that yeah <laughs> no but like it, a lot of the times like i don't want to come off mm-hmm. as this person who's just talking to you because i need to get to this or right. i need to know stuff from you and i yeah. yeah i i find at that point the the thing that helps me is that i don't bother talking to people who i just think could get me somewhere like mm. unless I think someone is like genuinely like interesting, I'm not yeah. going to bother like trying to use them for networking because because yeah. that's because I've had conversations with people where I'm like, oh, you're like pretty high up and could probably get me somewhere. But I yeah. don't I don't like you and I'm not going to I'm not going to like <laughs> uh-huh. do that because, you know, partly because it doesn't feel genuine, but also because like you're not going to enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to if you're going to schmooze, if you're going to like network, if you're going to find like a mentor and and you want to like do that in a way that's going to like get you places yeah. you don't want to be miserable the whole no, time right. you're getting there right so like you know yeah. if there's a youtuber you really like and you want to like grow in the online world you know like hank for instance like mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. love hank i love chatting with hank anytime i get a chance to mm-hmm. chat with hank i chat with hank if there's another youtuber with more of an audience than him like i'm not going to fucking approach pewdiepie and try to talk to yeah. him <laughs> even though probably from a branding perspective like <laughs> he might be able to get me further. Like mm-hmm. I'm not interested in talking mm-hmm. to him. Cause like, yeah. I don't know. He seems like I wouldn't mm-hmm. enjoy talking to him for sure. <laughs> yeah. And also like I, the, the couple times that I've been approached by people who were like, Hey, you were in this show, right? You were mm-hmm. really, really good. And then I go, thanks. I, I'm flattered. Right. And so like, if I go up to someone and I go, Hey, I saw you in this show and you were amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm trusting that they will, mm-hmm feel similarly and then i also pay attention to how they react afterward if they're like yeah. oh yeah cool thanks <laughs> then i know yeah. to like not proceed but if like oh thank you so much why did you come see it then i then we can proceed and if right. i if i still want like want something from them which I, you are allowed to yeah mm-hmm. it, and it's something that i have to, to remind myself i yeah. can i can network i can't <laughs> ask them for things then like i've told myself to rather than just be like hey can you teach me how you do your thing to be like hey can we like meet up sometime or even like if i have a project be like i would love to have you involved in this project yeah. mm-hmm. if i think they are they would be good at it right you know like, oh, yeah. gen- like genuinely be and then think of why so that then i can say it yeah you know right. be like like I've, i did this recently to someone that i like really really admire in the theater community and be like mm-hmm. hey i'm writing this play and i th- you would be so like I, I love your approach to storytelling and I love the projects that you've been mm-hmm. involved in. And I feel like my thing like would fit pretty well in that. And so you have a good experience that is relatable to this. Right. right. And that to me you know, is better than just like, Hey, 
can you be my mentor <laughs> right <laughs> yeah absolutely well that's it it's it's finding like it's finding what that relationship mm-hmm. is because yeah. it's about relationship it's yeah. it, it can't just be about using people right like it's naive to think that like you're not going to kind of get something out of the relationship mm-hmm. but like because you're going to get something out of every relationship right exactly yeah. but you can't just want to use someone you mm-hmm. have to like you have to also want like have, have the chemistry yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah it makes sense when you put it put it that way actually mm-hmm. yeah yeah also i didn't I didn't know schmooze whether was it was an actual word. It's a good word. It's a yeah. it, it's actually like a really old word from like schmooze. the 16th century. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> it's a Yiddish word. Yeah. Oh. No, I made that up. <laughs> Is it not? It I just assume. I feel like I feel like <laughs> no. it might be originated from. I I feel like schmooze is a made up word. I feel like it's a it. But I don't know. Let's uh, let's do it. This is time for our, our new segment: uh, live etymology with Tom Zalatni. <clears throat> schmooze verb variants schmooze schmoozed schmoozed schmoozing or schmoozing definition of schmooze entry one of two intransitive verb to converse informally chat also <laughs> to chat in a friendly and persuasive manner especially as to gain favor business or connections transitive verb to engage in schmoozing with she schmoozed her professors schmooze noun definition of schmooze entry two of two a gathering or time devoted to schmoozing casual talk that is often gossipy or ingratiating um it is in fact uh yiddish are you you serious yeah huh um Damn! Schmooze, also spelled schmooze, is one of a small but significant number of words borrowed from Yiddish that have become relatively common parts of the English language. Other such words include chutzpah, locks, maven, mensch, nebish, schlep, and schlock. (laughs) (laughs) So. I'm not laughing at Yiddish. I'm just. I had. Did they say locks? They have cool words. Like, Like bagel with locks? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yiddish, I guess, is just. I mean, locks is Yiddish for salmon. Wow. Yeah. They really have cool words. There's a lot of good ones. Yeah. 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 Also, I want you to, to be my new Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That brings us to the end of our show for this week. If you like this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon. By supporting us on Patreon now, you can get early access to a bonus episode of Jeopardy, starring Kate Hammer, Jillian McKenzie, and Laurent Pitt. <laughs> I like to think that's one of the ones that like Siri couldn't pronounce. So you had to Laurent, like, yeah. <laughs> Laurent Petre. Support the show for free by leaving a rating and review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. Share this episode with a friend who you forgave recently, or maybe with PewDiePie, <laughs> <laughs> a friend you'd like to schmooze with. Yes. Yeah. Share this episode with your mentor. <laughs> you can Aww, follow the show. Sweet. Yeah, I think it'd be really nice. Yeah. You can follow the show on Twitter at Down With Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. I'm at No, the other Simon. At Eli Boussole, also on Instagram. Ooh. Plugs. Follow Instagrams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, does anyone have yeah, anything plug bearing in mind this comes out on the 25th? No. I mean, I don't. Unless you want to come to the Montreal English Theater Awards on October 14th at the Monument National, the play I was in on my in March, birthday. 
Oh, nice. Hey. Yeah. Well, my play will be receive will, will at least maybe receiving an award. Oh, cool. Uh, on huh. not my play, but the play I was in back in March, Smackhead, nice. uh, at the Free Standing Room, March first to eleventh. Nice. Uh, got got nominated for <laughs> <Throwback>. a, a, <laughs> outstanding uh, independent production. Hey, that's and great. also Skylar uh, Clark got yep. uh, outstanding supporting actress. Hey, cool. Well, oh. nominated for because she, she's the best. Is she the one who also waits at uh, NBG? Yes. She's great. She's I've seen so her in some great. stuff. She's very talented. Yeah. Cool. Congrats <laughs> to her and congrats to uh, everyone who worked on yeah. um, Smackhead. Smackhead March eighth through eleventh at the free standing room. March first eleventh at the free standing room by Way One Theater. So, so when is the awards? October fourteenth. If you want to show up, it's a it's a fancy thing. It's like a red carpety thing. I'm going to get to wear a suit. I am excited. That sounds really cool. I am very excited. And congrats on the nomination once more. Yeah. Nothing to plug. No, not not on my side. Thomas. Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP, Benson, as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. This show is produced and edited by Tom Zalatni. That's me! For the Upford Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com. On our network? Yeah. On our website? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs>